Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. everyone to the beautiful butterfly show i'm your host bianca fly want to say happy thursday to you guys out there hope you had a fantastic week and hope that it's winding up on a great and positive note you guys and of course if you don't know the beautiful butterfly radio show is brought to you by no other than yrn 1328 um, means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally globally you guys so definitely big shout out to yrn 1328 and guess what you guys it is thursday and we got another new guest, and man, this is a hot one tonight, you guys. Uh, we are welcoming author um, Jody Thomas, and she's on here, you guys. And we're we talking about her book entitled The Sex Counselor. Uh, but besides uh, being an author, she is a business entrepreneur. Uh, she also helps um, educate women and couples on intimacy and sexual empowerment. So I am excited about delving into to these different uh, variety of topics this evening, you guys. And so if you're out there, you got a question or comment for her, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And, uh, of course, you guys know I pay a few bills before we get this party started. So we're going to take a little commercial, then we're going to come back with our special guest, Jody Thomas, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers.
And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And joining us this evening, you guys, we got Jody Thomas in the building, you guys, the author of The Sick Counselor. And uh, she's going to tell you all about herself and more. And don't forget, make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those great things. And let everybody know that Jody Thomas is over here on the beautiful Butterfly Show this evening, you guys. And so we're not going to delay any further. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Jody, you there? Hey, how is everybody? (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, darling, fabulous. How about yourself? I am doing great. Can't complain. No need to. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. So welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me this evening. I appreciate you having me, and I look forward to a very um, thrilling show. So, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, for the folks out there who may not know uh, about you, tell them a little bit about who is Jody Thompson. <laughs> well, um, first of all, I'll start out by saying um, I am a retired adult entertainer. Um, and mm-hmm. I came to writing books because I wanted to do something different. I wanted to step out of my element. Um, and though I'm very educated and things of that nature, the adult arena is not always the best, um, most respected realm, if you will. And people, right. you know, sometimes they try to get out and sometimes they can't. Um, I was one of the ones who got out and indefinitely um, will probably be out. And it's not even a probably, it yeah. definitely will be out. Um, I found my niche in writing. Um, I am a mom. I am um, a girlfriend. I'm no longer a wife, but I am a girlfriend um, long term. And I have a publishing company in Atlanta. I have a production company in Atlanta. Um, some of them, <laughs> some some of the things that I'm working on now is the sex counselor novel series. So I'm awesome. looking into, um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I'm writing part two. I'm more than halfway done, and um, look look looking to put it on the big screen. You never know how God is going to set it up. Absolutely, absolutely, and of course, um, speaking of, of being in the adult entertainment industry, and so for a lot of people, as you said, we often hear um, women and men who are in that industry talk about, you know, getting out, and as you spoke of, for some people, it's hard to make that transition kind of once they get in there, they get kind of, you know, caught up in that lifestyle and so, so forth, and so for you, what was it made that made you decide, you know what, uh, it's, it's time for me to hang my hat up in this industry and, and do some other things? More than anything, the reason why I retired from porn um, indoor the adult arena was simply because I didn't like everything that came along with it. Like when you're first starting mm-hmm. um, and you're in your, your 20s or your teenage years, whatnot, you know, you, you find a sense of pleasure at all of the opportunities that come abroad, um, right. some of the advancements, the money, definitely the money is, is one of the, the push-to-drive situations um, in that mm-hmm. industry. Because it, it's, a, it's a, a, almost a trillion-dollar industry. Some people think it's a billion, but it's definitely excessive um, of a wow. billion at this point. Yeah. And then wow. um, you you just – 
you know, the, the things that you get to do, you get to live free, you get to be yourself, you get to do whatever you want to do. And at, you know, those stages of life, you don't think about the future you. Um, and if you, yeah, you, you really don't, your, your goals, your thought process, everything is different. And your main goal is to be famous or to be successful or to make a lot of money. Um, because success is perception of somebody else's reality. So I got out because I didn't want my reality to be somebody else's perception. I wanted my reality to be my reality. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I've always wanted to ask the question of someone who has been in the adult entertainment industry, how do you separate the two when you were in that? Um, because I would think, you know, some people may maybe watch a production that you might have been a part of and, and see you out <laughs> in public, and, you know, they call you like, oh, hey, Miss so you know, and then you're like, okay. So, like, how did you how did you separate the two, or was it hard to separate the two? Um, it became, well, when I was first doing it, I, I didn't really market myself properly. So it was one of those things where, um, I was living a double life. Um, I was either going to school and working or working and going to school and doing this on the side. Um, and it it wasn't the easiest thing to do. Um, Right. You know, juggling and, and, and living a double life and being a mom and doing this and doing that. Um, it's right. one of those things where um, you do what you need to do until you don't have to do it anymore. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last straw for me was someone seeing me and my children and saying, hey, that's Miss Desire. She's, you know, she's such and such. We were, we were at a store. Um, I oh, looked wow. a hot mess. <laughs> and they they didn't say it like super duper loud, but the fact that they said it yeah. how they said it, it just was like okay, so maybe this is a little creepy now. And my children um, are are you know present. That's not. And I, right. I literally had to you know tell him about himself. Like that's not how you do that. You know that's you. If I didn't have any children, that would be different. But have children, you can't do that. But then I had to think about it. Right. The society that we live in, who gives a shit mm, if you have children? Yeah. That's a new fetish. Yep. That's called a milf. Yeah. And I am a milf. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, and it goes back to what you were saying about how for some people, you know, whereas it's looked at, okay, well, this was your profession, you know, some people really indulge into those things, and so that becomes mm-hmm. their reality, you know. So seeing right. you out in public, you know, took him back to <laughs> being in front of his TV screen or, or whatever, you know, and thinking like, okay, this is, and not realizing, you know, yeah, there might be some other things that she does <laughs> besides, you know, being in the Correct. industry, you know, and, and some people can't separate the two, unfortunately, you know, and, and it's hard for them to, to get out of that world and that mindset when it comes to things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and of course for you, I call also, it the life being point. a parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and of course for you being a parent, um, also, I'm pretty sure that played a factor as well because you're thinking like, okay, this is what's taking place now, but what's going to happen if my kids were to see this, you know, in the future? And, you know, when I was making them, um, that is not what I thought about. And I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. that 90% of the other actors and, and entertainers don't yeah. think about that when they're doing right. it. Um, right, right. 
and and it's one of those things where fortunately for me um because I did become a celebrity in my own right I had to prep right. my children because gotcha. once you put it gotcha. out there it's forever out there um right. age appropriately right. Um, you know, we, we've always had the conversation of your personal space is your personal space. And if something mm-hmm, is going on, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who it is, um, you let me know. But also right. watching what they look at on the Internet, watching what they look at on TV, um, being, being their parent and then being their friend. Because um, mm-hmm. you want to instill just enough, just enough um, fear in, in your children at a very young age that you can look at them and let them know I will knock you out of here. Like, <laughs> no kidding. But not that much to where if you tell me the truth, yes. then the punishment right. won't be as severe. So that's right. the type of relationship that I have with my kids. They call me the crazy lady <laughs> for, for however, for whatever that means to anybody else, so be it. But they know that I know <laughs> that they yeah. know not to play with me exactly. too much. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jody, you must have one of those looks, you know, like those moms could give you one of those looks and you're like, okay, let me, let me get it together. Cause mom, look at me. <laughs> Respectfully, me. They, they do know when my, when my tone of voice changes, um, they pretty much know and they all flinch at some point in time in their life. So they know not to play with me too much. You know, respect goes a long way and, and whatever the situation, whoever it is, that's, that's, you know, one of the things that I demand, you're going to respect me in regardless of what I've done, what I said, um, and, and how I, how I live, um, know that, that respect is definitely demanded. So I'm going to, you know, live a certain way so that that is, that is, you know, given. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, of course, um, fast forwarding to um, being an author and so forth, what made you decide? Um, when was that moment that you decide? you know what, I, I think I want to write a book. I want to I create a book for the, the world to read. Oh, God. So if you want me to be politically correct, it was when I was 12. <laughs> I, okay. I wrote a book or I titled a book and I called it um, Hell Risen Child. Um, it was, I was, I was actually 13 and my mom, um, did as well. I I created her title of her book and I created my title. I wrote mine like three, four years later. She did not. And, um, Mm -hmm. I never published it simply because I didn't want to, I didn't want to air all of my family's dirty laundry. And so I kept going back and writing it kept going back and writing over the years. And I was like, you know what? I'm never going to put this book out because it would be almost like a tell-all mm-hmm. book. Um, right. And once again, you know, respect. You you can't just go somewhere and expect somebody to give you respect. You have to earn it. And it, it doesn't always Absolutely. happen overnight. So my wow. whole life um, career choices have been about respect. And the professional career, the corporate America career, my nursing career, HR, the adult arena, I can go anywhere in the world and people still respect me because of who I am and what I stand for. And I I have morals. Um, But that being said, you just have to um, separate what you want from what other people expect. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And creating this uh, book, uh, The Sex Counselor, and uh, tell the folks out here uh, a little bit about The Sex Counselor. I know that um, the one of the main characters, um, which is Dun- uh, Dr. Sonya Parks, and mm-hmm. so um, how did you go about creating her? Because Dr. Sonya Parks has um, a lot of personality. <laughs> yeah, so how did you go about uh, creating uh, Dr. Sonya Parks? Well, respectfully, um, it all came to the point where I was missing making movies and I was missing the entertainment okay. and I was missing everything that okay. came with it. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to write about this. And at first, um, <laughs> I wanted to write about what was going on and this and that and the third and, and porn and tell some secrets of the, the world, some traits. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to write about that. I was like, everybody yeah. is already writing about, you know, who they slept with, who they've done and this right. and the other. They've written right. about their childhood. So let me do something fresh and something that someone from my um, background probably would not do. And um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a swinger, but not active, but I am a part of the swinger okay. community, if you will. So that being said, I was traveling a lot and just hosting and doing a lot of different things. And it just came out that I saw a real life sex counselor and, you know, she was doing everything that I wanted to do. And she was like, you know, just educating people. She was going on public speaking situations. And I was like, okay, that is what I want to do. So I created Sonia um, from an educational standpoint, and she has life going on. She has family drama. She's got, you know, that tangled web of mischievousness, um, spontaneity, and she brings it. And she's just not the average um, girl next door. She mm-hmm. is, but she isn't. Um, and as the series progresses, you'll see um, how she got to where she is and, and everything that I hint at in part one, um, sexy, jazzy, classy, just enough nasty is the the breaking of the ice. And then part two is exposed. Yeah. You get to go back and see a little bit more about her and what she brings to the table. And again, you have some education, you have um, some enlightenment, some intrigueness. You have right. some teachings where if you are good at uh, certain things, Anya makes you better. And I, and I wrote her in third person. <laughs> so she has she has a little bit more flair to her <laughs> than the average characters because um, she, represents, she represents another ego. Yeah, absolutely. For you... What do you think when it comes to talking about sex? And and I'm still amazed that to this day, uh, sex can be a very taboo or cliche type of topic when you try to have it, especially with adults. You know, it's one of those topics that some people, they don't want to talk about. Then you have some people who are like open, like, let's do this. So what do you believe are some of the reasons why when it comes to sexuality, that we as people um, are still kind of closed-minded when it comes to that? I believe that the closed-mindedness of um, sex conversations, the tabooness, comes more so from people saying, this is bad. 
this is not what we're supposed to do. And you're not supposed to know yourself. You're not supposed to, you know, you know, give yourself pleasure. You're not supposed to teach, you know, this person or that person. They're supposed to learn it on their own or God will give you this and God will give you that. Well, first and foremost, no one came in the world alone. We all say we did, but realistically, you had a mother that brought you in and she loved you before Mm -hmm. you were even born. She may not know how to show you love as you were growing up, but we all stemmed from another person, unless you're a clone. And there's not Mm -hmm. very many of those walking around currently may change, but as of right now, we all have (laughs) emotional situations going on within ourselves. And if you think that you came in the world alone, then that alone is the problem. So number two, um, you have to um, you have to respect other people's you know beliefs and other people's ideas, and it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. It's their mm-hmm. opinion. It's how they feel, and you can't dictate how someone feels. You can only change their perception of what they what made them feel the way that they feel. So if they had a a mm-hmm. crazy behind childhood. I don't know if we can cuss, but I'm trying to be good. Um, oh yeah, be free. If, <laughs> if you, if free. you had, well, that's great. Um, if you had a fucked up childhood, then as you grow up, if you didn't release those demons, your adulthood is going to be fucked up. And it very well could be one of those things where you don't know how to show affection to other people, whereas right. you you, sh- you shy down. Um, it could be that you were abused as a child, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. All of those things right. are definitely tied um, into the person that you become as you grow older. And if mm-hmm. you don't have something holding you down and grounding you, you will get lost. Um, Absolutely. So you have to form your own information and your own opinion, and if someone comes and says, hey, I don't think that you should be having sex, and age appropriately, um, you can't miss something you've never had. But once you've had it, then it becomes a craving if you don't get it and you liked it. Um, So you have to um, really break the ice. And I I say that because I, I also have a talk show called Breaking the Ice, um, and it's about relationships and sex and what you do and what you don't do. And and even right. some of how you do it, um, quite like what you're doing here, it gives you that baseline of if you're in a marriage, be submissive. If you're not in a marriage, right. let him help you become his wife so that you can be submissive. But then there's also those um, close-knit relationships where you don't, know if marriage is a part of the equation. And it may not be the right. other person. It may be because of you. So that's number three. Mm. Um, know who right. you are before you include someone else. So, um, you know, respect other people's opinions. Know who you are. And don't, you know, find find your own information. Like, people right. are always going to have something to say. And it's probably always going to be negative because if that's what they know, that's what they know. But Sex is not bad. Sex is an amazing um, part of connection, even if you're doing it by yourself. (laughs) So, and and I'm glad. And I'm glad you 
I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just getting asked to when it comes to masturbation. And I've had some very interesting conversations when it comes to this topic of masturbation, especially um, my, uh, <laughs> my 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 religious folks, uh, my my church people, you know, when it comes to um, masturbation. And so, of course, you know, some people feel, you know, something that you shouldn't do, you know, in all of these things. And so when it comes to masturbation, I think a lot of times people just assume, and it may, and it may be some people just, you know, that's what they do on a regular. But some people actually do it as a way to explore their bodies, explore different mm-hmm. feelings and sensations and, and different things of that nature. And so in your opinion, do you believe that it's very important for we as women um, to experience masturbation? Because oftentimes you have so many women who some may have never experienced the orgasm or some didn't know they like being touched in certain places. And it's because they never get that time to explore themselves. So do you believe that masturbation definitely helps women learn, you know, what their body likes and, and what they enjoy? I believe masturbation should be a practice for every woman and or every man yeah. once you become a certain age, simply because you cannot yeah. teach someone to love you if you do not know how to love yourself. Now, that is a a known fact. It is a human fact that if you do not know how to love yourself, then how can you teach someone else? Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And everybody always says, know your worth, know your worth, know your worth, or this person doesn't make me happy. Well, shit. If you can't make yourself happy, then of course the other person ain't going to make you happy because you don't know what you want. And people always think stereotypically women don't know what they want. We do know what we want. A lot of the times we are confused because of the emotional baggage that we carry. Um, Doesn't necessarily mean that we can't perform, you know, this way or that way. It's just we need to know who we are. And then chakras. Like spirit, spirituality, um, yeah. and I am yeah. a God-fearing woman, but I do know that a lot of the, um, a lot of the religions and the separations of religions and this and that and the other, mm-hmm. it all is because of brainwashing. So when you yeah. actually read the Bible, you have to depict what is what is truth and what is written by man, because by man, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we we weren't here. We don't know. But you can feel in your heart, you can feel in your spirit what's right and what's wrong. Um, so you just have to <laughs> you have to make a decision on what's best for you. And if you feel like um, you know, going and having promiscuous thoughts or feelings or partners is w- what works for you, then you do that. I, I'm, right. a, I'm a recovering sex addict, so wow. um, enough was never enough for me. Not saying that I was just out there doing, you know, a whole bunch of random right. people because I wasn't. Right. But <laughs> that's one of the things that worked for me in porn because yeah. I was able to have yeah. a different person um, and, and you know, explore. And sometimes it was with this person. Sometimes it was with that person or, or that, you know, right. that group of people. Um Right. But you have to just see what you like, and every every not every day, but more so than not, I still masturbate because 
it's yeah. not enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. If you guys are just joining us, we are on with Jody Thomas, you guys, and I'm telling you, uh, man, this this is a hot one tonight. We're we're learning all kind of <laughs> we're learning all kind of things uh, tonight, which is always exciting. And so we do have a, a caller on the line. We want to bring on uh, area code nine one four last digit six zero five eight. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Tanya. Hey, y'all. Hey, Tanya, how you doing? Fly is my favorite interviewer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I had to holler at Jody too, but um, I can't really say what I want to say because I'm in the store around a lot of people, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> right now, you know, but I'm listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we thank you for listening and, and supporting yes. and uh, connecting the two of us. <laughs> Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And so, of course, um, Jody, for you um, in, in doing this um, and getting to the point, um, as you said, of, of dealing with various things that come along, do you believe, and you mentioned um being, you know, sex addiction, being recovering sex addict, for you being a part of this uh, in the industry, do you believe that uh, all of this is what created kind of that sexual addiction? Do you think that being in the porn created that sexual addiction, or was it just other things that you felt like you needed? No, what created the sex addiction in my life is because um, I was abused um, mentally and physically as a child, and then it just kind of carried okay. on because of the pattern. Um, and as right. I became older, um, this was one of the things that everybody still wanted from me. Being, you know, the cute kid gotcha. can be a blessing and a yeah. curse. Um, it is. So it is. It as I, yes. Um, as I grew up into teenage years, I, I, I was emancipated at 13. And um, mm-hmm. never got to experience being a real kid, being a teenager, and doing things the way that most people did, because I was really right, trying to be right. grown. Um, right. And right. I'm I, I'm super blessed and super grateful that God slowed me down, because even him, yeah. I was mad at him. But understand, um, I didn't grow up to be a porn star or a sex addict. It was um, mm-hmm. a way to cope after I after it had happened so many times. It became embedded in me that okay, so this is this is a way to cope. So let's just go and just do and just be. And um, right. I, I I had an episode. Um, I was married, and my husband, my okay. ex husband, was cheating on me um, with his son's mother, and it was a continuous situation. And it just kind of scorned me to the point where I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm about to go do something drastic. And um, I only had one child at that point in time. By the time I had my third, um, I was already a legend in the game. So um, it it just kind of happened. (laughs) Um, But I'm fortunate that once I had enough, um, I had enough. And it, it, it came, believe it or not, as a surprise, one of um, a, a close relative of mine um, 
actually contracted HIV. And wow. it was a slap in the face, but it wasn't. It was um, hurtful nonetheless, and I was concerned, and I was hurt, and I was mad because I was like, okay, so this was supposed to be me, but it wasn't me. So let me yeah. clean my shit up and figure out what I'm right. going to be doing and how I'm going to be doing right. it and how I can make a difference in the world. And so this Absolutely. is where um, two years later I started writing and um, figured out that I wanted to bring some some real flair, some realness to the world um, and, 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 you know, be who I am at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what I want to do is I want to take a short break, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, Jody's um, love for educating women and couples on intimacy and sexual empowerment. I know you guys have some questions about what sexual empowerment is, and we're going to be asking um, you guys questions who um, have inboxed me on the air. So we're going to take a break, you guys, but we're going to come back with more Jody Thomas right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Oh, 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 oh. Give me that green light. I 
What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by Arthur Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And we are joined this evening, you guys, by author Judy Thomas. You guys were discussing her book, uh, The Sex Counselor and Her Life uh, and Her Passions as well, you guys. And, of course, um, uh, Jody, we do have a question from Cynthia out of Ohio. She says, do you think when it comes to sex, a lot of women have been misinformed which leads to them feeling ashamed when it comes to different sexual aspects. Absolutely. I believe that a lot of women have been shamed um, yeah. because of what they like and, right. um, you know, what they've been ex- exploited um, to believe about themselves. Um, mm-hmm. We all are beautiful. We all are different shades of cleaning. And what I mean by that is, you know, melanin is popping. So you can be <laughs> this color, you can be that color, you can be curvy, you cannot be curvy. And right. you can be yourself um, because at the end of the day, one of two things is going to happen. Whoever you're with is either going to stay or they're going to leave. So you, on the other hand, are always going to stay with yourself. So if you want to rock, you know, a dress one day, rock that damn dress and walk in it like you know that it's the best thing that you wanted to put on for that day <laughs> and, 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 and and keep going. But as far as the sexual exploration, um, <laughs> we have a lot of fathers that don't necessarily train and and mold their sons mm-hmm. to be men. Right. Um, right. We have a lot more women training their sons to be men. So right. mama is in a relationship with such and such and he is not 
acting as a man should act. And this young man sees, oh, okay, so you treat my mama like that. I'm not going to treat no Mm -hmm. woman like that. This is what you've been exposed to. This is all you know. So when you get your girl, you start treating her like that. And the cycle continues. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a cycle that people have to break. Um, we as a people, and, and, and I'm not saying that white men treat their, their women better. I'm not saying that Indian men treat their, their women better. I believe that they all treat their women a different way. Um, and it can Absolutely. be good, bad, or indifferent. I, I don't know. A lot of them are trying to get to black men. So <laughs> I don't think that it would be a good, you know, a good switch off. But what I am saying is yeah. that the cycle in how we raise our children should definitely be a different cycle. We got to spend time with our children. We got to make sure that they know, thank you. Yes. No, thank you. Yes, Mm ma'am. Yes, sir. You know, manners, they know how to open a door for their girlfriend to be their future wife. You're grooming um, to lead a family. And a lot of men, don't know how to lead that family. So that leads the women to be the man, the wife, the mom, the dad. And, you know, that doesn't always, um, doesn't always work because we get the backlash. We bring life into the world, but we don't necessarily get paid for that until they get older. And a lot of times the payment is not justified for what we've done for them. Um, But then we get the backlash. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we've slept with too too many people or we like right. this versus that or, you know, we want to be, you know, we, we want to play. We want to have fun. But then there's right. also the men who want to do the same thing. They just don't want us to do it. So it's kind of right. a double, double standard. Um, Absolutely. But once again, you love yourself first. So if you feel like you're in a situation that you're never going to find anybody else to do the same thing that you want to do, then you need to reevaluate what you have going on. Because there are people out there Absolutely. that, that want to do the same thing that you do um, and with you. <laughs> wrong wrong or right, they want to do it with you. So you have to um, fear, not be so fearful of, of what's next or um, if I leave, um, you know, what's going to happen? If you believe in God, anything can happen. And it, it generally is going to be a good thing because um, the signs that we see, we don't always pay attention to them, but they're roadblocks. And they tell you, Absolutely. maybe you need to look differently or maybe you need to try this or maybe you need to start with self or, you know, everybody doesn't want to be saved. Um, most of the time, I think, that it's from ourselves. We don't want to be saved from ourselves. So, right. absolutely, absolutely. And Erica from St. Louis, uh, she says, "How do I go about explaining to my husband new interests sexually that I have without him being offended?" Which this is a pretty common question because. A lot of times, and I've had girlfriends, and we've talked about these conversations where they have, you know, sat down with their man and said, hey, 
I would like to try X, Y, and Z, and the dude is like, nope, I'm not down for that, you know, and they're frustrated, you know, because they can't explore different avenues and so forth. So what is the best way to to go about having a conversation with your mate on new things that you may want to try? I think the best way to have a conversation with your mate um, respectfully will be sit down and have a conversation with your mate. And don't sugarcoat it. (laughs) I mean, if it's something that you want to do, then one of two things, you're going to do it with them or you're going to do it without them. So the the irony is you want to be upfront. You want to let them know, hey, listen, um, let's try some different things. And, mm-hmm. you know, get get some ideas from them. Sometimes if you allow the other person to think that it's their idea, then it's the best idea ever because they thought of it. Right. But, <laughs> right. Um, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It, it's the real world that we live in. And reverse psychology sometimes does work. Um, but then again, on the other foot, sometimes it doesn't. And you have to be prepared for if it doesn't. And if if this is something that you're wanting to do, irregardless if they say yes or no, then you have to be prepared for the outcome. Because, um, you know, people get in the heat of the moment. Things things can definitely go left. Um and and people you know get hurt get harmed so and and it's not always you sometimes it's the person that you bring from the outside so be right. respectful of of you know when you do sit down and you do talk about it what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander and and, <laughs> and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate playing devil's advocate simply because. You know, everybody says, well, if he can do it, I can do it, too, and I can do it better. And, and honey, yes, I believe that 100%. But the irony for the men folk think that it is not supposed to be that way. And they can go and mm-hmm. do and be whatever they want to go and do and be and, you know, come home three days later. But let you try that, and mm-hmm. your neck might get broke. You know, or or, yeah. or on a you know a nice day, your, your jaw <laughs> might get broke. I mean, I'm just saying, realistically, in yeah. the real world. Yeah. So, be prepared for if this is something that you um, can sit down and actually talk to this person and say, "Hey, I want to you know try this. I want to try that." Start out with something easy. Start out with something small. Start out with watching right. a porn together mm-hmm. um yeah and if it's something that they do already find something that interests them and incorporate that into the into the conversation mm-hmm. so that you know right. they don't feel left out um i have a lot of clients and, and i shouldn't say clients but just on a mentor standpoint um and or yeah. counseling i have people that um come to me and say hey me and my wife are talking about having a threesome and you know, it's been a couple mm. of years and we, we haven't done it yet. How can we, right. how can we do, you know, the next step? And, right. you know, you, you have to be open-minded. You have to think about other things um, outside of the box. And there are companies mm. around that do, um, you know, parties and get you riled up and get you close to, um, you know, being a part of the threesome as you possibly can without actually the act of, and then you you talk about it more. You know, get her comfortable. Get 
the other person comfortable and then, um, you know, see how it works. And once again, okay. if it's something that you want to do and this person is not willing to bend, you have to decide mm-hmm. if this is enough for you to leave or if this is enough for you to mm-hmm. stay. Because you shouldn't have to okay. cheat on your mate. Right. If you're going right. to have to cheat on your mate, then you should just be single. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Bottom line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you, Absolutely. you you stand a chance in, you know, getting something that you can't wash off. And, and why I say that is because um, safety is the biggest thing. And some people are just envious of other people and what mm-hmm. they have going on, and they will try to destroy right. it. So um, yeah. heat of the moment, you don't always pay attention to that condom wrapper or the right. hole that they put in it before they put it on, mm-hmm. or yeah. the woman who, you know, says, hey, we can do whatever you want to do and your friend, um, maybe you should think about that. If this is not something that was talked about previously, then maybe you should think about why is it being so easily offered. But, hey, mm-hmm. what do I know? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. And we have uh, another caller here, uh, area code 346, uh, last digit 6239. State your name and where you're calling from. My name is Reginald. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Hi, Reginald. Welcome, Reginald. How are you I doing? Am, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> So we are on with uh, Jody Thomas. Uh, you got a question or a comment for her? Yes, I do. Miss Thomas. Okay. Uh oh. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald sounds like he's getting ready to pull you pull you into the principal's office. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Um, no way. You know, I've just been sitting back, kind of, you know, trying to take it all in and. One of the things I've always learned that with anything and everything in life, there has to be a balance. And I think as far as just the overall adult entertainment industry, I think on how we use it can be somewhat detrimental. I think we as men, and I'm speaking from a male perspective, that we allow ourselves sometimes to become so enamored on what we see that we put Mm -hmm. unexpected expectations on our woman. Because we expect mm-hmm. what we see a woman do, doing on a movie, we expect we expect them to do the same thing, and I think Correct. that can be very detrimental. And I also think that leads to being promiscuous and leading Correct. to mm-hmm. leading to other things. And I wanted to ask you, from a woman's perspective, who you had an opportunity to be on both sides of the fences, can you explain to me or give the listeners a little bit more insight as far as how detrimental that can be? to a relationship as far as the lack of communication and also not involving the sensuous aspect of a relationship. Absolutely. So to answer your question, Reginald, and and thank you for calling in, um, the, the movie world is exactly what it is. It's the movie world. It is a fantasy that is driven up for entertainment purposes. And what you see mm-hmm. these entertainers doing, um, a lot of the times they have been trained to do it. And what I mean by trained is they're just not a one-timer coming in and saying, hey, we're going to do, um, you know, 
four people and they're all going to get a chance and this and that and the third. And the girl walks away and she's unharmed because that right. doesn't happen in the real life. Um, these professionals, should I say, there, there's a lot of amateurs. There's a lot of, you know, new people. There's a lot of professionals. There's a lot of veterans. Um, you have to understand that what they do on film, it's a lot of stop, go, edit, you know, pause, mm-hmm. we're going to take pictures, right. we're going to go back and you're going to, you're going to do a different scene. Um, you may have a different person, but this is what we're doing. They are prepped for this stuff a lot of the times. Um, it's mind over matter for the men, folks, because you have to be able to stay aroused so that you can, you know, entertain your partner to finish this five-hour shoot that realistically only boils down to about 30 minutes. Maybe right. maybe wow. you get an hour. Um, the average sex life, um, it, it, it can, it's different for, every, for everybody. And what I mean by that is sometimes it lasts for five minutes. Sometimes it lasts for two hours. If you are enhanced, if you've taken any drugs, if you've used any alcohol, you know, all of those things play a part in the men and the women. Um, I can honestly say I've never done anything on film um, other than smoke a little pot, but that came from the earth. So that's not necessarily, you know, <laughs> the, the worst thing you can do. But I've seen people, you know, enhance themselves with cocaine. They've enhanced themselves yeah. with um, pills and you know you got all of yeah. these drinks and stuff that you can do now but then there are some people who are all natural they really do work out and it does improve your sex life so to answer your question as far as is it um, extraordinary for people to say hey I want you to do what this girl does well yeah it is extraordinary because she may not be able to stick all of this down her throat because she hasn't mm-hmm. trained to do that um, right. And you're, you know, trying to hurt her, and then the experience isn't enjoyed any longer. So that's the right. thing. Right. If your partner does not enjoy the experience, um, and you're still keeping going, then that alone could be a detrimental situation for her. If you two don't make it, if you two do make it, it can still be a detrimental situation. So the next person that she comes encounter with, um, they may not know why she doesn't like to give oral sex but this is why, because he tried to beat her throat out. Um, Now, respectfully so, the porn world is not a bad thing. Um, It is designed for entertainment purposes. However, the new age, social media, um, the society that we live in has excavated it so that now it's everywhere. It's in everything. Even the commercials that we watch for cartoons, excuse me, have become a little bit more sexually offensive. Right. Um, Definitely. Like, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to give anybody any free publicity, but a, a most recent um, cartoon that just came out that was um, a whole bunch of, of, of food. Who, who would think that that could be pornographic? But right. if you looked at it, it, it would have been, you know, in some instances. But some of everything is. So... Yes, I think that people probably put too much um, on what they see on TV because it, it's not always what it's cracked out to be. I can't say it's rehearsed or it's um, scripted, 
because a lot of the times they just give you something and you go with it right then and there. Right. right. Once again, these people are trained. This is what they do. This is their job. This is how they survive. And they care about themselves. Their counterpartners care about them and vice versa. And, um, you know, your, your, your livelihood is on the line. It's not just entertainment. It's your livelihood. Absolutely. So men, mm-hmm. men and women in the game, um, thank you for all that you do. And people that are out of the game, thank you for, you know, looking at all of the things that we bring to the table and being at our events and our hosting events. Um, because we mm-hmm. could not necessarily do it without those people. But I will say this. It's not what you see on TV. And you do need to learn how to make love to a woman because if you do not know how to make love to a woman, she will find someone who will. So that, that, that will be, you know, my end note for that. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that because for myself, I grew up in Southern California, and I had two good friends of mine that were actually in the adult industry. Uh, a lot of the adult industry movies were being shot in the San Fernando Valley in Chatsworth. And mm-hmm. uh, being around that environment and actually being on set, and I've seen how it has changed to more of a business aspect from the 80s to where it is now where you have Snapchat, Instagram, where you see now that mm-hmm. women that were previous involved in that line of work, where they've taken it to another level, where they've become entrepreneurs and really generating a lot of I mean, a lot of money. It's, it's just incredible. Oh, yeah. It's really incredible. <laughs> I just kind of sit back and I say, wow. So I'm truly impressed in what you're doing. I want to thank you for uh, taking the time and speaking to me. It was truly an honor. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine, and, and I'm honored. Thank you for calling in. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Awesome, awesome questions, awesome questions. (laughs) And speaking um, of being an entrepreneur, um, Jody is also an entrepreneur as well. Um, As she mentioned um, earlier, a little bit earlier in the show, you have a production company. um, And with that, uh, what made you also – and you mentioned – the hopes of actually uh, turning the sex council part two into a film, correct? Well, the whole series, um, the whole series, the sex okay. council series. Mm-hmm. We okay. are okay. one of the things that I was trying to do when I first started writing was um, just write the book because right. that's just I just had that in me and I was just like let's just get it out. And I've had the production company for a very long time since like 2006. Um, and it was originally for porn production. <laughs> I was going to make my own movies. Um, and I actually did make a lot that people haven't even seen. So I have a, a, a sister partner who um, still does do that aspect um, of, of the, the career, the brand. And I refer all of the people who want to get in um, to that company. But they've created a website of some of my some of my stuff that I have never put out on film yet. Um, that being said, when the sex counselor came into play, I was like, hmm, this is something that I think could be on big screen. And as I kept writing and kept writing and kept writing, I was like, oh my God, I've created something. 
So I sat and waited. I, I tried to get other people to look at it and read it and um, publish it even. And no one will publish it. So by the time I got finished, um, I said, I'm going to do this myself. And I published it. So my company, Fine Productions, LLC, um, is a production company, but it also has um, a DBA for Desires Novels, which is um, what I write. When, um, when I write, that balloon is, is covered up under my company. Um, this will be on big screen. I can't tell you when because I don't know when. Um, the <laughs> irony is I just know that I have to keep writing. And it's not the easiest yeah. thing because um, everything that can possibly happen has happened. I've had to move. Yeah. Then I had a major yeah. water flood. And then um, I had just everything going on. I, I, I do work for real, for real um, as a nurse. And I had a couple of patients, you know, just get more ill than, than what yeah. um, I was prepared for. And then I took a break. My computer crashed. I couldn't write. So mm. I really do have real life stuff going on, just like everybody yeah. else. Um, yeah. And it's not an overnight situation. It, 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 you, the price of fame um, is at what cost to you. So when is your time? Mm. It's your time, and it's gonna come. Don't rush it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm, I'm just glad that you are doing what you do as far as uh, writing these awesome books, but also just educating and informing, you know, men and women um, that having those discussions about sex, about intimacy, um, can take place in, in teaching folks because I think that. Sometimes uh, one of the big things that everybody always says when it comes to why relationships or even marriages don't work out boils down to communication. You know, it's like in the top three things of why people can't seem to to keep it together is all because of communication. And so I'm loving the fact that you're able to tell both sides, you know, of, of what you've seen as far as being in the industry and what you've experienced to, you know, now the after effects. Uh, of what life is like for you and how things have have transpired and so forth and so uh, we did have uh, one more question and I and I kind of knew this question mm-hmm. was going to come up as far as the <laughs> swinging the swing the swingers oh. lifestyle uh, I, I knew we couldn't get out the away from the show without somebody somebody asking <laughs> that question and so let's see here um, Jared. From uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, he wants to know, uh, what do you believe are some of the positive and negative aspects um, in the swingers' lifestyle? Because I think that people, um, uh, Jody, have a misconception that when you are a part of the swingers' community that you're just having sex with just (laughs) – you know, just anybody, just just random, just random Joes, you know – so explain to people the whole what, – what are, what are some of the positive and negative aspects of, of the swing of lifestyle? And, and explain to people who may not know, fully know, you know, what, what does the swinger lifestyle entail exactly? Okay. Well, the easiest way for me to talk about the swinger lifestyle is it is a very close-knit community. So if you are invited in, it's because – 
some couple or some unicorn found something in you that allowed you to come into that atmosphere. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody is not everybody is, is, is not ready for it because it's not what people think it is. And everybody, once yeah. again, has their own perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just a big orgy. <laughs> In most cases, whatever community <laughs> you go to, um, it's, it's not just a big orgy. You just don't walk in somewhere and you see a whole bunch of people having sex. Um, <laughs> does not quite work that way. Now, I have seen some instances where you walk in and, you know, there's about five or ten people, you know, playing or whatnot and, and right, going at it. Right. But understand, these are probably people that have been around this group of people for at least a right. certain amount of time. And they right, all know right. each other. They all know what they have going on. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my first, my, my first advice would be, um, talk to your partner. Mm-hmm. Number two would be set boundaries, um, and stick to them. The, the whole shebang is to keep you together and, and build you as a couple, but, um, maintain your friendship because at the end of the day, if look, the love is always going to be the last thing. So right. don't let love and friendship and the couple get misconstrued. Without the friendship, there is no couple. Without right. the communication, there really isn't any couple. <laughs> and love, love will not hold it together. So know your boundaries, stick to them, and you know, if you're going to be, um, if you're going to be doing this, find people that like to do the same thing that you like to do so that no one is uncomfortable. And I'll say this as a, as an example, if daddy wants something, daddy has to make sure that mama wants it as well. And if mama doesn't want it, daddy needs to entice mama to want it so that they can try to keep some sort of a median. Guaranteed, if daddy brings it to mama and says, hey, mama, this right here is what we've been talking about, let's try it. If mama is comfortable, mama will allow daddy to have whatever he wants. So (laughs) free game. Always make sure the wife is happy. If the wife is not happy, then the hell with the plan because it's not going to (laughs) work. But if mama is happy, nine times out of ten, she's going to want daddy to be happy because daddy is going to make mama happy even more because he's going to be happy. So everybody is goddamn happy. And if the other person that's included (laughs) is happy, then shit, y'all have a happy situation. So there you go. That's how the swing high style works. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and of course, uh, for the folks out here, Jody, who want to purchase uh, the sex counselor, tell them where they can go to purchase this awesome book. Well, I have recently revamped the cover of the sex counselor. Um, mm-hmm. which is the first edition, Sexy, Jazzy, Classy, Just Enough Nasty. It was a peach cover. Um, now it's purple. The peach cover is still available on Amazon and Kindle. Okay. Um, okay you okay. just search it up, the Sex Counselor, um, subtitled Sexy, Jazzy, Classy, Just Enough Nasty, and you'll see the peach um, cover. Now, by um, the end of the summer, 
um, the new cover will be officiated. The website will be up and running 100% just okay. for the book stuff. Um, and it'll have some, some different things. It'll have pictures. It'll have um, quotes. It'll have some blog stuff. Um, and you'll be able to order the book. And Lord's will, you'll be able to order both books and some snip picks from part three as well. So you can reach out to me on all social media, the sex counselor underscore one Oh one. And if you're really froggy and you want to reach out to me up under my um, (laughs) other brand name, it's the real (laughs) miss desire. Um, You can't, you can't get that wrong. So the real miss desire or um, the sex counselor underscore one Oh one. Um, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I am I'm thoroughly uh, delighted uh, about what you're doing as far as just informing us. I think the big thing about um, people and <clears throat> things that we learn in life is that a lot of times we are misinformed, you know, and a lot of us have thought um, about different things, and so we feel like we're kind of alone in that when we think about, you know, it might be somebody out here who has thought about being a part of the swinging, swingers lifestyle, and, and they, you know, have kind of shamed themselves from thinking about that, you know. So uh, I'm glad that you're able to give, you know, a very informative, informative insight on various uh, topics when it comes to this. And so most of all, um, engaging us and, and bringing us closer to just being free within ourselves and free and, and loving ourselves. So I am definitely looking forward to part two, um, and I'm looking forward to uh, the series. I, I think the film is going to be dynamic, so um, definitely looking Thank forward you. to seeing that in the works as well. And uh, you got any final thoughts you want to share with the folks out here? Love yourself. Um, don't want to be anybody but you because everybody else is already taken and it doesn't get better, but it does get easier. Um, I'm a, a, a freak for oxymorons because everybody doesn't think the same way. So think how you want to think and create whatever it is that you want to create. Make it big. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, thank you so much for coming on here. I truly had a blast at picking your thank brain you. on, on, <laughs> on various things. And so it, I truly had a great time. And feel free to come back anytime. I would definitely love to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. And thanks to everybody that called in. Um, and yes, Tanya, thank you so much. I enjoyed myself. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your evening and weekend. And I'll be talking with you again soon. Absolutely, Bianca. Have a good night. All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was Arthur Jody Thomas. Make sure you guys go and support her. The Sex Counselor, available on Amazon.com. And make sure you follow her on social media as well, the Sex Counselor underscore 101. Um, And, of course, uh, make sure you guys uh, continue to support um, all of our authors out here, um, especially independent authors out here on the grind, making things happen. So, of course, with that said, folks, uh, we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to tell you who's coming back up on next week. So, you know, it's Throwback Thursday, so we got to put a throwback joint in here, you guys. So here we go, you guys, with some Blackstreet Jewelry.
And you guys, coming up next Tuesday, that's June 13th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we welcome author Latay Davis. She's going to be joining us. She is the author of The Power of Words, Affirmations to Promote You in Life and Business, you guys. So she's going to be hanging out with us coming up this Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then, of course, uh, coming up on Thursday, June 15th, we got Clay Thomas-Williams. She's going to be joining us, and she's going to talk about her spicy book entitled Accidental Swinger, you guys. So it's going to be another hot one coming up next Thursday. I appreciate you guys always supporting the beautiful Butterfly Show and YRN 1328. Hope you guys have a fantastic and dynamic rest of your week and weekend. I'm Bianca Fly, and I'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.